Welcome to episode 74 of Kapowcast. Where does the time go? Where does it go? We're just chugging right along here. But chugging along. Uh, <laughs> uh, despite what you may hear, it's not Barry White. I am Mike, <laughs> but I'm sick. And joining You're me today... You're not that basic. <laughs> in my head, I am. Yeah. And joining me today is Tony Vance. Hi. From the Jean Pod Van Damcast, the man of a thousand podcasts, yeah. Jeff Jefferson. Hello, everyone. And Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again today. Mikey is like almost taking over the role of Cody. <laughs> <laughs> like even, even your introduction. And Mikey. I feel like the podcast is really missing Cody. I, I feel like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss his... Uh, Observations, objective views. We don't reference Labyrinth as often. I know. I know. I was just thinking that. I seen the 30th anniversary collector's edition, and I, that's the first thing I thought of was Cody. Wow. And Are I was really like, old? I was like, man, I miss Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. Uh, host of such shows as Jeff's show, the Jean Pod Van Dam Cast, Pencil and Ink, Tinfoil Hats with Hazard, the Accidental Wrestling Fan, Take Game, and tons of others. So be sure to, after you're done checking us out, check all the other shows out, because they're all equally as enjoyable. I, well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chad. <laughs> I like this show. Today we are going to be discussing DC Rebirth. It's going to be our first initial reactions. We haven't read any of it, even though it's been going on for like a year. <laughs> but we're a little slow. We're finally four issues in. <laughs> we're, 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 we're almost caught up. We're on a budget, people. We don't get free stuff. No. It would be nice if we did. We wouldn't turn away free stuff. No, <laughs> not at all. If you want to send us free stuff, you Especially can send comics. it. To I thought you were going to say condoms. Especially condoms. condoms. No, I don't even know how those work. <laughs> <laughs> I had to show him how to put one on the other day. He did. <laughs> to be a fly in the room <laughs> on that one. He didn't use a banana either. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk uh, Let's talk some news first. Uh, first, sad news, as always. Depression. <laughs> Uh, John Hurt uh, passed away the other day. He was 77 years old. Once again, like uh, Miguel Ferreira, may not be a name you recognize, but when you see him yeah. or you see his body of work, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. He was in a lot of things. And now he's dead. 2016 strikes again. <laughs> it's spilt over. <laughs> yeah, it's the cup is overflowed. <laughs> but he was in uh, Alien. Yep. He, he was, died in that, too. Yeah. He, he was, was so really he was, that movie predicted the future. Well, he was the first person to get busted open in the chest. Yeah, he, uh, he's also the first person to get his face raped by a uh, face hugger. That's true. <laughs> he was in uh, the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. He was also in uh, Indiana Jones: Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the yes. best Indiana Jones movie by far. Mm-hmm. Um, Hellboy. Hellboy. Who's he in Hellboy? He played Hellboy's father or the professor. Yep. Oh, that's right. Holy crap. And he was in uh, V for Vendetta. Uh-huh. Yeah, as a chancellor. Which is what I must most uh, recognize him from. Oh? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, for the people that might not know mainstream, uh, well, I guess it is kind of mainstream, but he was obviously played uh, the war doctor in the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. Mm. Uh, that's right. I saw he was in Doctor Who as well. Yes. He was also the elephant man. Yes, he, that was like his like classic role. Yeah, playing the elephant. So man. yeah, once again, like uh, one of those people that you you hear the name, you're like, I don't who. Yeah. But you you look up his IMDb, you're like, oh, you're like, damn, he has an impressive body of work, like almost like five decades worth of work, uh-huh. I think. Mm. So, so yeah, brilliant actor too. People yeah. die. 
Yeah, he, it was a rough <laughs> one too, wasn't it? Stomach cancer. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, one of the worst ones. Cancer's a jerk. Oh yeah, it's um, it's like that unwanted friend that just keeps showing up and eating your food. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move on to happier times. Uh, Marvel announced a special partnership. With uh, Square Enix, Squeenix, Squeenix, um, they teased it. The uh, I think it was announced on Thursday. They teased it Wednesday night. Yeah, and I was really hopeful. I, I and I was kind of let down by it because you thought it was going to be something bigger. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. But then, like after that initial reaction, I was like, "Oh, this is actually this is pretty cool." I still haven't come around to that line of thinking yet. Oh, I'm well, really happy about it. Although, does that mean that they won't be making, like, stuff with other video game companies? Like, there won't be another Marvel versus Capcom? Because that would suck. No, uh, I heard they're, they're still in the, the Marvel... There's a new Marvel Capcom in Coming the works. out now, but... But he's talking, like, future installments. Oh. Is it going to be, like, an exclusivity I mean, thing? Isn't there, like, one every, like, five years? Yes, but they're all great. <laughs> it's, like, one the same game. One every ten years. Is it one under ten? The yeah. first MVC came out, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, I, I do like new rosters, like when they add people. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten like any uh, confirmation of what kind of game we'll be getting. I mean, what if what if it's a game like uh, Ultimate Alliance? It probably won't be. I'm just if, saying. What if, like, what if it's like a? I would I would like a like a Arkham Knight. Ooh, Arkham. Okay. I, I would like free a, roam kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. I would like a puzzle game. <laughs> Like Dr. Mario? Yes. And, a, and an, idle, uh, an, <laughs> like idle, an idle clicker game. Like Bejeweled? Yeah, yeah. Like Bejeweled Blitz. That'd be perfect. <laughs> so just have Captain America in the background giving you a thumbs up every once in a It'll while. It'll just be like that ad that I've seen recently of uh, the Bejeweled uh, wrestling game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just basically play Bejeweled, but every time you get a, you know, a whatever they call it, uh, it's a hit on your opponent. That God, I hope that's not it. <laughs> I'm hoping that is the only thing they release, and then they just never talk about it again. Uh, He's such a downer. <laughs> the, uh, the hashtag reassemble has been attached to this, which is hinting that the first game is going to be a Avengers-based yeah. sort of game. And it had a little teaser with it, which is not revealing much, but we see Thor's hammer. Cap shield. Cap shield. And Iron like Man's pilot Pilot three. Yeah. So... We'll see what that's all about. I hope they uh, take some artistic license with the character design, but not too much. I agree with you. I hope they don't go all like crazy Final Fantasy. Yeah. With, with, like, what if what if uh, this leads into like Marvel also joining like Kingdom Hearts? Hell yeah! <laughs> I thought they already had. Oh wow! Did they? I don't know. I don't know. There's I don't there's been so. a couple of like Kingdom Hearts installments for like the uh, DS and. Uh, I think another type of platform that I've never played. The last one I played was uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. I only played the first one. And obviously Marvel wasn't attached yeah. at that point. They could, I mean, man, if they did Kingdom Hearts like on the scale they did before, like they could have Marvel and Star Wars in there. Yeah. Um, they. I know they're in that Disney Infinity uh-huh. yeah. game. Their Skylanders thing, I'm a boogle. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, I'm sure that if Kingdom Hearts came around again on a, on a major platform like Xbox or PS4, uh, that the Avengers and stuff would be involved. If I could play as Captain America running around the halls of the Death Star, flinging his shield around, <laughs> oh, 
But you wouldn't be Cap. You could you'd fi- be you'd be running alongside of Cap as yeah, the main. Yeah, that's true. And you could find out if a lightsaber would uh, cut through Captain America's shield. <laughs> that's probably the only reason they haven't done that yet. They don't know how to answer that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows how to answer it. Um, what else is going on in the world? Andy Serkis is uh, joining the cast of Black Panther as. The only Craw. white man in there. Yep. Nope, nope. Martin Freeman's. Also <laughs> I know. Morgan, Morgan Freeman's not white. Ma- Martin, Martin Freeman. Is that his brother? Yes. His half brother. His brother from another mother. <laughs> uh, he'll be reprising his role as, Claw. Um, as Ulysses Claw from Avengers Age of Ultron, which was one of the scene stealing moments of that entire movie, oh, yeah. I think. Cuttlefish. Cuttlefish. Um, <laughs> which a lot of people didn't know this, but like Claw was a big deal. Him being in Avengers was just kind of like almost groundbreaking mm-hmm. because of where that character goes and the transformation he goes through, uh-huh. pretty much. And uh, a lot, a lot of mainstream people that just go and see the the movie universe. Like I remember me sitting there and I, he he comes on the screen for the first time. I'm like, oh man, and like I'm excited. And Janelle's like. It's Andy Serkis. I was like, it's Andy Serkis, but I know you're talking about the character. <laughs> that was the level the conversation happened to. Because around these parts, if you talk during a Marvel uh, cinematic debut, you get hung. Yes. Tell that to some of the fucking people I see movies with. <laughs> you end up well. Well, not that I see movies with personally, but that are in the same theater as me. I talk a lot during movies. <laughs> you mean, do. I crack a lot of jokes. I've been yeah. meaning to tell yeah. you. We need to have a serious discussion about this. You're an annoying piece of shit in the theater. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> oh, my hey, God. You're normally asleep in the last half an hour. Of the hey. Movie. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Only we would go on my Friday. You know, I'll never forget this time we went and saw a movie together. It was an old uh, thriller with, um, gosh, uh, Al Pacino, I think, and... Uh, uh, it was kind of an empty theater, and Jeff kept running his mouth the whole time. And this huge muscle was it man, insomnia. Yeah, yeah, it was insomnia. And this, this huge guy, this guy was like freaking uh, Drax. You know, <laughs> oh my stands god, stands up in front of us and turns around and goes, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> 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 and I pointed. It was like. <laughs> Jeff, dumb and dumb. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, did you shut the fuck up? I don't oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I did. Because I, I definitely would have. Yeah. If Drax stood up in a theater and was like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah. I'd be like, "Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir." <laughs> and then I would continue to clean the shit out of my underwear. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> Well, see you all next week. So I guess I just move on to the next bit here. <laughs> which Jeff has been itching to talk about. Oh, yeah. Literally, uh, it's kind of disgusting. There's yes. flakes flying. Yeah. Well, now it's going to get really weird. Yeah. Uh, Let's the the breakout break. star of Stranger Things, Miley Bobby Brown, is set to star in the Godzilla sequel, uh-huh. Godzilla King mm-hmm. of the Monsters. I'm really excited. Which this is going to... Of course, it's, this is all going to spill over into a, a Godzilla Hulk or Godzilla Hulk. That <laughs> would be, be cool. awesome. That would be cool. Oh, wow. A Godzilla Kong crossover uh, cinematic universe. Yeah, giant monster cinematic universe. Giant monster cinematic universe. There I'm are. excited to see it. I, I the little bit I've seen of Stranger Things, I really enjoyed her. Uh, and oh, not to yeah. mention all like the. <laughs> The little tidbits that the internet comes out with, with them doing interviews and stuff. Like she, mm-hmm. she just seems like she has a, a nice 
career going forward. Future. Yeah, yes. nice for yeah. Unless she gets stepped on by Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, who, any idea who she like what her role is going to be? She's going to play Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she she's actually going to be to summon Godzilla out of the ocean. She's, she's going to be what takes down Godzilla. She's actually just eleven again. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Stranger Things Godzilla crossover. <laughs> I've watched that. That we've all been dying for. <laughs> yeah, they're finally going to make this fucking movie. It's been. Uh, it's been a little bit. Yeah, it's, it was supposed to come out in 2018. Now that probably isn't going to happen because it's 2017 and still haven't started filming. Well, I'm still I mean, waiting on that Gambit movie. Yeah. <laughs> look at look at uh, look at Warner Brothers in DC. Yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> not a good light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's possible. I mean, if they already mm-hmm. if they already have the th- the shit written and they're just looking at casting. And all that, and I don't. Mm. I don't even know where it stands for casting. I haven't been following it. That's the only confirmed cast member to my knowledge. The only one besides I, Godzilla. Yes, I don't. I don't think they've uh, confirmed uh, the guy from Kickass being in it. Probably won't. Oh, Quicksilver. It's, yeah. Um, He'll and, always be my Quicksilver. And then the third Olsen twin is probably not going to be in it either. Oh, did, was it? Were they? Were they like one-off characters? Well, Elizabeth Olsen and. Uh, Kick-Ass were the main characters in the first one. Yeah. And so they haven't been cast in the next one, to my knowledge. So okay. They're probably just, yeah, they're probably just going to be one-offs. I mean, and, then, and then they killed off Michael Cranston like 40 minutes into the movie. I know. That was, that, I think that was the part I was the most Spoiler upset alert. about, was that they killed him off so early. I was like, what? The Cranston? <laughs> you killed the Cranston? Yeah. He gives me crans in my pants, let me tell you. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned um, DC... I got some more, more, more DC stuff. More squishing. Yeah, us fanboys. Um, Warner Brothers has hired King Arthur Scribe to rewrite, uh, do a page one rewrite of the Flash movie. Yeah, I read that, and I'm just look, I'm like skimming the article right Holy now. It, shit, really? It looks like they're on their fourth writer for this movie. Uh huh. Because they originally had Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they were originally set to do it, but. The Han Solo uh, standalone movie came, you know, calling, and they kind of abandoned ship at that point. Right. Uh, then they got Seth Graham Smith to take over. That's a weird But name. he parted ways due to creative differences. I feel like it's only fitting that a Flash movie would have so many reboots in its writing staff. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Rick Famua ended up, I, I may have just fucking butchered that name, by Maybe. the way. Maybe. Uh, he ended up uh, doing a rewrite on it. On it, but he ended up leaving too uh, for the same reason as uh, creative differences, and now they have that uh, scares me. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. What um, are, What are they wanting to do in this movie that's so disagreeable? I mean, it's not just like a one case scenario where somebody leads on creative difference. Yeah, it's four. Or is it two, f- I, this I is the fourth two? writer? Yeah, two people leaving. Yeah, one Mike person left with creative just difference. To do something better. Two writers left with creative difference. Uh, the first two, there was two other ones that were set to do it, but they ended up going to Han Solo instead. Right, okay. And also, too, I mean, keep in mind, they've also lost, I think, a couple directors. Yeah. I'm so. scared. <laughs> I think the he- wasn't the headline line, uh, somebody released it, and it said something about, well, at least we still have the Flash TV, TV show. show probably, because <laughs> <laughs> that's... Oh, man. Yeah. Headline for when the movie bombs. Flash in the pan. 
<laughs> but Flash is... He, God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> Remember that. You beautiful <laughs> genius. Remember that. Because <laughs> that's gold. <laughs> it is. It'll be what we name the episode when we actually name episode. <laughs> um, is there any more to that? No. Yeah. Other than- uh, well, the, uh, in case you want to know this guy's work, he's doing what I think is going to be the... The new King Arthur movie coming out, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Mm. Not to be confused with Transformers last night. <laughs> um, Damn it. And he also, I think, did probably the most recent Robin Hood movie. Oh, the one nobody saw? Yeah. The one that had the other uh, Superman dad in it? Yes. Superman's dads are both Robin Hoods. Yes, this is a common thread. <laughs> we've discussed. Oh, the one with uh, Russell Crowe? Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't think I've seen that one. I heard that he uh, shoots an arrow with, like, another arrow. That sounds like a Robin Hood thing, yeah. Yes. And then a man stands up and he says, He cleft his arrow in twain! (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking of Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yeah, (laughs) yes. That's really good. Really good movie. Go back to Sherwood Forest. (laughs) I want to go home and watch that now. It was on Netflix. Is is it? It was. I don't know if it still is. Man, I hope it is because I haven't watched that movie in years. so good. Years. Oh, I I stand corrected. The Robin Hood movie, he actually is not even out yet, so... Mm. They're making I, another Robin Hood movie? Wow. It'll be another Robin Hood movie that nobody sees. This one, this, yeah. This, this one's from Maid Marian's perspective. This ha- the Robin Hood series is about to have as many reboots as the Flash series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that this person turns into a Superman dad as well. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> no, we have another Superman reboot. dad? <laughs> I was about to say, that Robin Hood with Kurt Russell came out a while ago. Kurt Russell? Not Kurt Russell. Russell. I missed that one. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Kurt Russell. Russell. They should do a movie together. <laughs> Call People it, uh, will be like, Russell My Jimmies. <laughs> Call it Russell Russell. <laughs> overboard 3. Oh, I'd watch that. They made an Overboard 2? I think they have an nope. Overboard 2. That would be so fantastic. They would skip 2 and go right to 3. <laughs> uh, speaking of reboots, I guess this is a, as good a time as any. To I, jump into it? To jump into... DC Rebirth. Um, got the graphic novel right here. Look written, at it. Ooh, written by pretty. Jeff Johns. Written by Jeff Johns. One of my favorite comic writers. Is he? Oh, yeah. I'm a big Jeff Johns fan. I really liked his run on uh, JSA. It was really good. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with you on that. Jeff Johns has always never... He's not let me down every time he's written something. I mean, he, he did... I said it a hundred times before, but he's he's done the the amazing things that are what now we know as the Green Lanterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just about to say his oh, yeah, his run on Green Lantern was historic. The fucking oh, it was yeah. so great. Oh, yeah, like I yeah, the stuff he did with um, yeah, uh, I loved his work on Green, like the um, Sinestro Corps War. I believe yeah. he wrote that. Yes, he That's did. one of my favorite comics of all. Did time. Did you do Blackest Night too? Yes, yes. He did. I didn't like that as much as Sinestro Corps War, but it was still very good. Um, Sinestro Corps War was pretty fantastic. Oh, man. Had all my favorite DC villains all mushed together. This is uh, the opening, basically, of Rebirth is what we've we've started out with. This right. basically kind of catches you up with... Uh, Gives you a short summary. A, sh- a summary of why things are happening, why things are kind of rebooting. Sure, it was a four-issue summary. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine reading that as four issues. I, I know. That would drive me insane. Yeah. Like, I'm really glad I was able to read all of that now. Now I want to read more. I'm just like, man, that would 
kill me. Like, yeah. <laughs> the only problem uh, with this book is, well, there's a few problems with it. Yeah. <laughs> But they spend four issues uh, reestablishing the continuity. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, uh, you definitely get a feeling like there's a lot of stuff that happened before this. Yeah, that you need to kind of be up to date on. Like uh, you can kind of pick up; it's not hard to follow. But like, I'm pretty sure Dark Side War, uh-huh. Justice League Dark Side War, has a huge impact into this. Yeah, yeah. So- Hence, be why you see like a baby Dark Side in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that? That, that was really. I, 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 forgot, I forgot about that. And I'm like, oh, little baby dark side. I don't even know what that noise was. <laughs> oh, was that a chuckle? <laughs> yes, it was a chuckle slash um, bell movement. It sounded like that dude from Revenge of the Nerds almost. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the entire book is pretty much told through the perspective of. The original, original Wally, Wally West, West. <laughs> which you may be saying there's two Wally West, but yes, there is. Mm-hmm. Wally and Wallace. So, this is no, kinda... there's Wally and Wally. They're both named Wallace. They just both get called Wally yeah, for short. But the one, they called him Wallace to differentiate. Yeah. Oh, but, did they did yeah. they call him Wallace to differentiate? Well, he called him Wally, and then he called him Wallace, and then he called him Wee Willie Wink. No, I don't know, but... Uh, <laughs> I must have. He just mentioned his full name, which was Wallace. I know that he said they were both named after their their grandfather uh, Wallace. Oh, there, so there are three Wallies in the comic. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if that was the old man. Now, Tony, <clears throat> this also has a lot to do with like Flashpoint. Yeah. At Flashpoint, which Flash was it that went back? Barry. Barry. Okay. Because somehow in this, I don't know how it happens, but basically the story is being told through Wally West's perspective, and somehow he gets trapped. In the Speed Force. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot to speedsters. Yeah, I would never want to go in the Speed <laughs> speed Force. <laughs> you got this guy on skis trying to catch you, and that's crazy. And he starts talking about how somebody has robbed the DC Universe of, of, of ten, 10 years. years. Yeah, yeah. The, it's called uh, DC Executives. Fuck <laughs> 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 he talks about how, uh, you know, Relationships that were strong are now, yeah, you know, dis- distant. And- Which the most interesting part of it is they touch on the whole Green Arrow, Black yeah. Canary thing. Yeah, how you know in regular DC continuity they were like synonymous with each other. They were like the item. Uh-huh. They were the it couple. They were the it couple. And in New Fifty Two, they really weren't a thing. But in this, they talk. <laughs> they spent a good couple pages talking about how you know they see each other, and they almost have a feeling. They know that yeah. there's something, there was something there, like, right. in the back of their minds, and very interesting perspective. Because he, he even makes a comment, you know, it wasn't time that was taken from us, it was love. love. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I, I actually found that part very interesting. Cause, uh, something all comic book fans can experience. <laughs> <laughs> I found it interesting just because... Uh, Reading Green Arrow New Fifty Two, uh, there there are parts where, at that time, seemed like they were kind of hinting towards a relationship between that Green Arrow and that Black Canary. Uh-huh. Um, and then putting that spin perspective on it is like just fantastic, like uh, redirection. Uh, it's it's kind of like uh, looking at something, and everybody sees one thing, but then you see an opportunity within it. Yeah, and I think it was just a, it was a great writing uh, spin. That Jeff Johns obviously does all the time. Um, 
a lot of the book is is Wally West trying to get people to remember him so he's not forgotten. Yes. Uh, he tries with numerous people. You know, uh, he tries with Batman, tries mm-hmm. with his girlfriend whose name I am. Linda? Yeah, forgetting at the Linda. moment. Linda. Linda, Linda. Uh, Linda, Linda, listen. Park. That's what I was hoping he would, when he busted out the speed force to talk to her, I, I was hoping he would just be like, Linda, 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 listen. Linda, Linda, listen. Listen, listen. <laughs> um, it's Park, right? Linda, yeah, it's like, it's with a P. I think it's Park or Posey or. Ooh, I love Parker Posey. Parker Posey. He's playing Dr. Smith in the uh, remake of uh, um, Lost in Space. Really? Oh, really? Yes, yes, remaking Netflix Lost in Space? Yes, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I've always uh, had a... Uh... Are you trying to find her name? No, no, no. no I'm, just, I'm just looking through. Okay. Hey, Parker Posey's a hot number. She she is, in a weird way. Yeah. She's um, not your next door neighbor kind of no, hot. No, she's like the creepy girl you see. Um, she's like the, one of the girls from The Craft. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, like, uh, bulk. She's, all, she's also very attractive. The book does also shed some light on the whole Superman, Superman thing. Oh, the death of... Which Superman like, <clears throat> yeah, is he? Uh, which which is he? The main continuity Superman? That's I think so because they killed off the new Fifty Two Superman, right? Who so, wasn't? Yeah, no, the actual cared. Superman. Yeah, so this Superman's from one of the other realities, which I think is the, was the main continuity, and he's mm-hmm. just kind of been living low and off the grid, and he has a beard, mm-hmm. but no mullet, no mullet, but he has a beard, but he looks like a good mountain man. Yes, he does look buff. He, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> thank you for your thoughts, Mikey. It was very insightful. Mountains have thoughts. Get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's a whole lot of running in this. A lot of running. <laughs> very, uh, very dialogue heavy. Yeah, well, you, it, you well, know who monologue Jeff- heavy. Um, oh, yeah, inner monologue yeah. was crazy heavy. A lot of uh, very tight-skinned, suited men hugging each other. Man hugs. There's a lot of talk of, you know, the force behind all of this being a very powerful... Entity. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I just noticed there's a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the Batcave. There's always a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the Batcave. Um, Yeah, I just... (laughs) <laughs> Thankfully, it's like the uh, giant penny. <laughs> in this, uh, Wally West finally gets through to Barry, Barry Allen, and he remembers nearly him dying. nearly dying just in that nick of time, just like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> he was quick enough. Um, one very interesting part is a part with the Adam, yeah, mm-hmm. his assistant. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get the feeling Adam kind of knows what's going on and mm-hmm. who's behind it because he's kind of lost in the quantum realm. Yeah. And he tells his assistant that he left him a belt, you know, same kind of belt, mm-hmm. and tells him he needs to come get him. Yeah. But Supposedly the belt is tethered to... Uh, Palmer? Palmer. Yeah. But he warns him that if Whatever he goes there, he, he may be running into somebody... Or whatever you know that may say in whatever you do, and it's like the first level <laughs> of the micro universe. Yeah. Is that what he calls it? And he's like whatever you do, don't. Like, <laughs> and I would just be like, "Well, fuck that! I'm not going." Yeah. <laughs> whatever you do, don't and call him 
a racial slur. <laughs> he gets really offended. Um, you wouldn't go. What? You wouldn't go? I don't think. It, no. <laughs> I Why? would. Whatever you do, don't offer him a street taco. <laughs> he hates tacos. If somebody was trying to deliver me a dire message, and they're like, "Listen, okay. he's like, he's whatever like, oh, you do, don't." How could I nearly forget this? Whatever you do. I mean, it's not like you completely are in the dark. You know that it's in the first tier. You know that there's going to be somebody there. So you just go in. You, you, you don't make do sure, anything. Yeah, you make sure you're just a little bit weary. <laughs> Maybe whatever, whatever you do. Part of where I'm coming from is I know who he's referring to. Oh, do you? I don't. Well, know. I, I have a feeling I know who he's referring to. I don't know. I have no idea. We'll get to that. Okay. I think that it's. Um, he said we'll get to that. Superman. <laughs> um, <laughs> another thing that uh, was very monumental that happens in this book is Atomica. Is that anything? No, is? no. Okay. Uh, Pandora. Yeah, that was short lived. <laughs> it was funny because Tony was reading. It, he was like, "Oh, sweet Pandora." And I was like, yeah, enjoy that. I don't think those were my words. Oh, no. <laughs> you were just like, oh, Pandora. Oh, what I do actually you know? said, Pandora. oh, look at this cunt. <laughs> oh, what's that? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> cunt Pandora. I honestly, I never liked Pandora. I thought the character was just kind of. I have no idea who Pandora is. She was a new 52 ah. thing that got like introduced with the crime syndicate buildup. Well, it was an upsetting thing. She got her own action figure. I don't understand it. Well, <laughs> well you know. They needed a more heavy uh, female. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, to balance out. She was. She had, they had the meat quota. Yeah. She was uh, short-lived, though. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, what? A page. Six panels, yeah. Yep, she was eviscerated. Yeah. Yeah, blown up. Literally just. just what, how? It, was it, I feel like it might have been an implosion. Well, it was some sort of plosion. It was a form of plosion, I do believe. <laughs> We're not sure of the category of plosion yeah, it's yet, X but or M. <laughs> One she was the basically she doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, uh, they they were like, you know what? This character's pointless. We're gonna <laughs> kill her. See ya. She had guns the last time I seen her too, and she doesn't have guns. Now. I don't. I don't think those guns would have helped her. I don't think so either. Yeah. Um. Not from Plosion. There's other things that I, I definitely want to. I definitely want to check out how they play. How they've played out. Like I want to see how the new dynamic is now with Walt, this Wally West being back, and there's also another Wally West, which is his cousin that has the same name, which is just poor naming. Yes. <laughs> you know. I uh, guess it, I, I don't know because what is it? Is it his cousin? I thought. I, he, I believe they said it was his cousin. Yeah, cousin. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, because she said his Aunt Iris had an uncle that had a son that they were both named. Oh, yeah. yeah they all lived in the house that Jack built. It was it was, it was was a long one. I think I had to read, like, that's one of those things I'd reread, like, eight times. Like, okay, so who's who and then the what? Have you seen, like, the new design for Wally West, uh, the original Wally West Flash costume? I have not. Looks really sweet. No, I didn't look at it. Uh, let me see if I can find it here, boys. Hmm. Is that Superboy? Yes. Here it is. Look at that. Oh, I actually do like that a lot. Oh, yeah, I know. It's a nice balance. What do you think, Mikey? I like it. I like that a Good. lot. Good. I'm glad we're all in agreement. Yes. Not as aerodynamic, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the little, like, lightning bolt things that stick out of the side of his head aren't that aerodynamic either. I feel like they'd get ripped off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although they might stabilize you. Ooh, maybe. Maybe it stabilizes his head so yeah. his neck doesn't break. <laughs> I 
agree. Well, hmm. I think you should have a velvety buff suit, like in the uh, 1990s Flash series. <laughs> Look fucking bulky. Yeah. Hey, that well, was a really good suit for an early 90s superhero show. Did you know that the <laughs> that Flash actually plays Jake Eric yes. Flash? It was, just his, it was his birthday not too long ago, too. That's happy, always a nice, that's birthday, a nice little Jay. callback. I love Jake Eric. We, he's, uh, he's my favorite Flash. We, oh. we do get some callbacks in this, too, to like the original Teen Titans and... Yep. Uh, one of the crisis. I can't. You can definitely feel that DC's uh, panel of executives are trying to rope back in some of the old readers along with yeah, keeping, keeping new, new ones. Which, I mean, from what I've heard, has been pretty successful because DC's been, from what I've heard, their books have been tearing it up lately. Yes, yeah. they've been kicking Marvel in the uh, proverbial cock and balls. <laughs> yeah. um, they also do make, this is the book that makes mention of... Joker possibly being three people. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was. Louise. I really hope they have a good explanation for that. Yeah, I'm very, I, uh, I, I haven't heard anything about like verifying that they've you know confirmed and. Uh, I'm well, highly interested. Verified in that. that is the monitor's chair that told him that, right? Yeah, yeah. So what do you do? Just stop being the monitor or whatever? Like, I guess I'd have to read to find guess, out. Guess yeah, I'd have to pick up uh, Dark Side War. Um, but we yeah. might as well. The Joker's true identities are Jack Nicholson, <laughs> and Jared Leto. We might as well uh, address the elephant in the room. It's not me, is it? Yeah, you're okay. fired, hey guys. Aw, you're now you the have, man. You of... have too many podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now um, down to nine hundred and ninety-nine. I guess. <laughs> I was always under the impression when uh, this first started and the talk started coming about that. Dr. Manhattan, the Watchmen universe would be colliding with the DC. I always thought it was more of a subtle undertone. Oh, no. But after reading this, I'm like, after, after reading this, I, I was like, oh, no, this is blatant. Like, yeah. this is, yeah. yes, this is fucking happening. Um, I had no idea it was ending like this, by the I way. I thought that the, the epilogue the looks was like. Overt. And then, like, oh, you think that's over? Read the epilogue. The fucking, it's literally Watchmen art. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is Watchmen of when Dr. Manhattan is isolated <laughs> on the planet. Mikey's like, I didn't see this. I didn't know. <laughs> Fuck a doodle do. See, oh, of all the characters awesome. I could have brought, I wish they'd have brought Rorschach or the comedian. I do. I enjoy the comedian. I'm partial to the comedian. Um, yeah. I love his mustache. <laughs> I love his outfit. His, yeah, his getup is the best in one. The comics when he has a gimp mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> it was totally a gimp mask. It had like a zipper for the mouth and everything. It, it was. No, I completely agree with you. But I always forget about the gimp mask. <laughs> is that why it was on your five things of your nerd list? Yes. <laughs> is it because of the comedian? It was, a, it was um, up there. There uh, it was a consideration. They actually used oh, a lot you're of. You're gonna uh, do that right here. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is pouring like himself a, a glass of water. <laughs> There's actually, they use a lot of uh, subtle undertones to kind of get your mind going, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't even realize it when you're reading it. But yeah. then they they point them out when you get to the back, and oh, do they? Yeah. I, uh, See, this is those things that I wish I could have read it at home because I would have caught all this. <laughs> uh, like the opening page. Like I remember telling Jeff last time we recorded, I, I saw the book and I was like, man, I was like, 
I told him, I was like, I thought to myself, I wonder if there's like a, you know, how much information about Watchmen or how many uh, undertones there is. And you open to the first fucking page and it's a watch being assembled. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so Watchmen. And they literally, they did it in like six panels, uh-huh. just like they would have done mm-hmm. in the Watchmen book. And it's the same thing when Pandora gets killed. It's yeah. the same number of panels. Oh my God. It's the same number of panels and everything that it is when Doctor <clears throat> when Doctor Manhattan eviscerates Rorschach. Mm-hmm. Oh, same style of death. Yep. Too. Like yeah. And at the end, there's also a lot of callbacks when the watch is being reassembled on the planet, and you're like, oh wait. I, and there's I really even hope- dialogue, even yeah. very similar dialogue driven from the Watchmen book. I wonder how much. Um- Alan Moore is uh, shitting himself because of this comic series. He oh really <laughs> despises when anyone even, like, thinks about doing anything with stuff that he's working Well, on. he probably shouldn't have sold his characters. I was yeah. about to say that. They, yeah. They've already done before Watchmen. Yeah, and it was garbage, but, you know. There was a, there was a couple... Uh, well, yeah, there was a couple gems in it, yeah. but mostly it was overall not very good. But I do... I'll, I'll agree with you that most of it overall was just kind of shitty. Do you... Do, do any of you feel bad for Alan Moore? No. No, no, no. He's no. a very uh, crotchety old man. He makes these grandiose statements about his work like he's... Some sort of god. Yeah. I mean, he's a really good comic... Or was a really good comic writer. A lot, Most of his recent stuff I've read is crap. Like, his latest uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, garbage. I couldn't even finish it. Hmm. Like, I tried reading the Black Dossier, too. That wasn't very good at all. I mean, um... And then, like, he talks about how no one should touch his work when most of his work, like, for instance, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, all of his characters are literary characters from uh, Victorian and earlier literature that he turns into, like, rapists and murderers. Like, I really don't understand where he's coming from. And not only that, like, Watchmen, all of his characters were originally uh, comic characters, like uh, Dr. Manhattan was originally going to be... um, What's his name? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like uh, Night Owl was originally going to be the Blue Beetle. Right. And uh, the comedian. Rorschach was the question, I believe. Yes. And uh, he just, you know, made them their own when he couldn't get the rights to use the classic characters. They wanted him using the properties that way. I don't know. I just I do not get where he's coming from at all. I think he's just being a crashy old man. I th- maybe it's uh, maybe it's kind of like a hindsight. Like you said that you couldn't get the rights mm-hmm. to use those characters for Watchmen. Uh it's kind of a revenge spitful thing where like, oh, well, you guys wouldn't give me the rights to get Watchmen, so but you're, yeah, you're going to fucking use my characters. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know the full, like, logistics of what he signed when he, you know, put these books out. Yeah. Um, there may be more to it than we don't know. Or Maybe. That's I'll, out there that I'll, we might not know about. If anybody does know, feel free to let us know. All I feel is if he signs something... And it said something within there that, you know, now he doesn't agree. Maybe he should have got a better lawyer to read over the papers. Oh, yes. Um, overall thoughts, though, on the first like, <clears throat> first four books here of Rebirth. Slow. <laughs> I mean, a lot of setup. I really hope. And, oh, I mean, well, I mean, that's all it is. The yeah. whole book is just setting yeah. up this new universe. I couldn't imagine waiting four months to read that. I know. That's that a that's a, that's a hard sell in, in single-issue format. That's, like, Four months. I mean, that's a you know the thir- a third of a year spent reading that, and you're just like you know. Ah. It was a uh, I like I said. It, it seems like I want to know where I would like to know where each issue ends 
to read that last page again mm-hmm. because for me, just like reading this and thinking, okay, this is four issues. It's rather impressive they kept people wanting to read. Yes, I agree. <laughs> because reading this graphic novel was enough for them to grab their lasso and wrap it around me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm intrigued. I want to see more as yeah, to what's happening. But like to, to almost like, maybe. Do you think it was four months, or do you it think they been, like was, like did do you one? Think they did bi monthly or no, 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 like yeah, or maybe bi weekly or that's maybe how, even well, weekly. I mean, like that's how fifty two was. If it, if it was weekly, then I could easily understand this. I, I'd have to look. Um, I would have to have actually done research. Does this... <laughs> I'll ask the three of you. you can, we can go around. Uh, does this entice you guys to follow up and want to see, read more of the Rebirth? Mikey? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I Are you excited at the prospect be. of the classic DC continuity coming back into play and not being totally washed away... Yeah, this is going like it was to with be, New Fifty Two. Yeah, this is going to be like the thing I'm, I'm going to be doing all year long. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, uh, I I'm excited. I mean, I didn't have any issues with New Fifty Two. But Me and you are like the only people in the world. I know we're <laughs> we're like this like unspoken cult. <laughs> um, but I did I did feel something when I seen classic Wally West, uh, and then that that whole. Interaction where at the very end where he he comes out and he he's talking to Barry and he's about to fade into the Speed Force, like that was that was some damn good writing, like and and that connection that and everything and then Barry remembers him and grabs his hand and pulls him out of the Speed Force like that was that was fucking good. That's that's honestly that was the moment where I'm like okay, all right you got me. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna read the follow up shit now. I agree with you absolutely. Uh, to me that was the one moment that stood out. Um, honestly, it was because thanks to um, my lovely girlfriend Stephanie, she picked <clears throat> she picked up a bunch of graphic novels from uh, Big Ben's. They were running a sweet sale; was buy two get one free. Ooh, I'm but, still mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> she picked up that. Uh, she also picked up Old Man Logan and Spider Verse. I read Old Man Logan first. I breezed through that. Hmm. Rebirth was a bit harder for me to get through. Now, after Old Man Logan, that's a hard follow-up. Jeff, what did you think of uh, the Rebirth? It definitely had me enticed. Um, I do like what they're doing with the continuity, um, as long as they stick to it. Uh, it's very Flash-centered. I'm not a. I'm not. I don't. I don't have anything against the Flash, but um, he's, he's not really one of my favorites. He's, <clears throat> he's definitely the key to all of it. Oh yeah. Again, which I mean. Um, Seems well written so far. I'm really interested to see how they're going to tie in like Doctor Manhattan into this, or how far that's going to go. Jeff Johns is a really good writer. Sometimes he has trouble with the uh, he'll build build up something really well, and then not sure won't be the payoff won't yeah, be the there. Won't yeah, won't be as good as the build up. Yeah, that like, was kind that's of Blackest uh, Night. Was yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to say. That's so exactly that, what Blackest Night was. So we'll see how this goes. He builds up really well. We'll see if he can do well with the follow through. He always he always knows how to write a, a ginormous battle though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what he does. That's what they always get him to do. Like he did that in JSA. He did that with. Uh, that's why he's a perfect writer for uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. And uh, like um, he that's his bread and butter. He really enjoys that. He <coughs> just one he really wrote, big uh, big bad. The first like issue of like New Fifty Two Justice League, which was pretty much all just mm-hmm. 
one giant battle. Mm-hmm. The first like ten issues or so, something like that. Like it was just one giant battle the entire time. Uh, yeah. All the stuff of his I've read uh, normally has a gigantic roster. He really likes. He knows how books. to handle yeah, like he, a bunch of characters. Yes, he's really good at that. Which is cool. It's it's a very rare thing. I mean, yeah, most, most of the time, yeah. a lot of characters, they get faded off in the back. They're mentioned, like, once. Or it'll be a disjointed mess when they try to involve everyone. Yeah. Like uh, Civil War. <laughs> um, the uh, book that is not the movie. When, we, when you talk about reboots for comics, there's always kind of a collective groan. Mm-hmm. Because it does always feel like a cash grab or, like, they ended a up right... A backpedal. A backpedal. They wrote themselves yeah. into a hole. Uh, both companies are guilty of it. Now, because, you know, um, Marvel didn't. That was, they only did soft reboots before, and now they just going whole hog with it. Do you think <laughs> Do you think this, this reboot right here, or rebirth, if you will, <laughs> do you think it was handled well? Do you think it was done in a, in a way where you're like, okay, that's plausible, I can accept it, I'm not going to fight it or bitch and moan about what happened before because they seem to be bringing in a, a collective good amount of information from the past. They have, you know, a lot of the infinite crisis and all that stuff's kind of still remaining. And they're also mm-hmm. keeping a lot of the new 52 stuff. I think, I think, uh, I, I want to say that this, this reboot was the first like big deal, uh, with Jeff Johns as being like head table of DC. Um, which obviously I, I don't know. I, I think I put too much stock in the guy. I keep talking yeah. about, but holy shit, you guys ate the whole bag. Yeah. <laughs> Good they had, they God. Had a bag of crickets. Um, but with with him being on the board and, and and him handling such like huge projects like the whole Green Lantern history that we know of, uh, he he wrote New Fifty Two Flash. He, he did he did so much writing for the New Fifty Two. It was ridiculous. Um, that I, I I personally have high hopes for it. I think that uh, as long as he helms this and kind of steers the ship, that maybe maybe DC will have a long running uh, thing. I also feel that maybe this came about this this the rebirth came about uh, because there was so much hatred for the New Fifty Two and mm-hmm. uh, people being severe purists. Yeah. That. This was kind of brought on by that hatred. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much that they wrote themselves into a hole, but they just... didn't have enough time to write themselves into a hole. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Reboot, when you talk like reboot wise, like the new Fifty Two didn't last long. No, if, oh. it, it was very short. It'll actually, if I mean, even though it was a few years, if you really look at it, it'll definitely just end up being like a blip, yeah, on the radar. Which kind of sucks because like the new Fifty Two held a a lot of cool stuff. I mean, that's like, that was like the beginning of people actually giving a shit about Aquaman. Yeah. Um, the, the flash brought about the new Wally West, which then stemmed off into the TV shows bassist. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's going to be, Holy shit. I just, I'm sorry. I blew my own mind. <laughs> what if they rewrite the TV show? You have a, there will be so much outcry. Rebirth event, yeah. <laughs> there will be so much outcry if they do that. They can't do that. <laughs> There's no way. The, the PR of that would be just rid- yeah. ridiculous. So um, I looked it up. 
The new 52 uh, started in 2011. Mm-hmm. And wow, that long ago. The rebirth started in May of 2016. So yeah, four years. Four or five years. That's like Roughly. that is literally like on scale wise, that is a blip. Yeah. That is a very minimal I think tiny blip on radar. I think that's more time in which that happened between the first fifty two and the new fifty two though. I think. Really? Don't quote me on that. The first fifty two I really enjoyed. And just so you know, uh, apparently this was not a a four issues of one off. This was an eighty page one off. Oh, so it was a it was a yeah. full hit. Okay. So Holy shit. So we just read a, like a single issue release pretty much? Yeah. Yeah. It's big and Wow. Okay, well then yeah, it being a single issue. And like I, I, I said, would not be <clears throat> so angry about that. No. That's that's all it's all introduction. Yeah. The whole book is so Clear I think it all out of the way right away. That's if, fine with me. If you're yeah. gonna uh jump into this new realm, this book is a ha- is a must get. You have to get it. Yeah. Because it explains everything and it does it in a way where it's about as plausible as comic books could get. <laughs> <laughs> um and it doesn't hurt either. Like they don't they don't cram a whole lot of information into this, and they kind of give you tidbits. If you're a new reader, you you definitely won't give a shit about the tidbits, yeah. right? Um, like the the letter from Thomas Wayne, mm-hmm. or um, the fact that this Wally West is from a different point in time than you know the Wally West that the New Fifty Two readers know of. Um, it's a, it's a nice kind of transition for. Long-time readers, and then also a good grab for new readers. Which and I think is exactly what they're going for. Yeah. They, mm. <coughs> they the execution got, was very well well done. It is, because you've got your classic stuff still kind of intact, so that brings back your classic writers. Uh-huh. If you read a New 52, that isn't completely erased. No. New 52 isn't completely erased. So the you know, New 52 readers are still good. Wait, so is there two kid flashes, essentially? Yeah. Huh. And then you have, you know, if you're a new reader, it's a great jump-off point. Yeah. So that's Jesse, three. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm having flashbacks of the comic. <laughs> so that's three of your biggest demographics right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In one swoop. Yeah. Like if I if honestly at this point in time that if somebody said that hey I want to get reading into comic books I really like Batman Superman and all this other stuff this would be the book I would hand them. I wouldn't hand him New 52 or something. I'd be like, you know what? Re- do Rebirth. Like, well, re- read read this. <clears throat> I feel I, I still might jump to, like, New 52. Just because, especially, like, that first Justice League book. Just because it's so straight to the point. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it's still good. But, like, if you want a long-term thing. Yeah. If you want to start picking up, like, single issues. Like, if you decided today... I'm going to start going to my local comic book shop, and I'm going to do a poll list, yeah. and I'm going to have them poll you know, DC books or whatever. But you know, this would be like, well, here, start here, and this will kind of pique your interest as far as do you want to see more about what's going on with this Superman character? Mm-hmm. Do you want to see more about what's going on with Batman and this pin he finds in the Batcave? <laughs> right. Is it do you want to see? Does he find how, it in the Batcave? Yeah. Damn. Do you want to see more about... Uh, right in the back cave. How uh, of all places? <laughs> how this Wally West is going to be adapting back into this kind of new set reality? Yeah. Or are you just fucking curious as to how they're going to bring Watchmen into this? Like, what characters they're going to introduce? And how do you fight Doctor Manhattan? Ooh, how Batman op- will find a way. <laughs> 
How awkward will Aquaman's wedding be? Will it be on a beach? <laughs> will they ride seahorses? They might. I hope they do. Well, th- didn't Atlantis... Um, oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of the animated film where they go to Atlantis, they have the breathing apparatuses. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, w- I would think they'd probably do it on film because Atlanteans can come on land. You think it'll be a beach wedding? Probably. Me between the two worlds. That's what people do. It'll be easy to tell which side is seated for, like, the (laughs) family of the groom and the the bride. Probably. (laughs) Aquaman doesn't have any family. Aw. Yeah, oh, yeah, hell, his family's dead. (laughs) It'll be, uh, well, it'll be really easy then. Um, So, though initially met with harsh resistance because of the idea of another reboot. Another reboot. Uh, I think you should just go, stick to it for crying out. You should find the episode where we first talk about rebirth <laughs> and like edit in our initial thoughts <laughs> before this episode. Well, it had <clears throat> and then do do the boo, boo, boo. <laughs> it had uh it had great execution. It did. I mean And it's hard, you know So far. Good writing's good writing. Quit being such a Debbie Downer. Regardless, <laughs> regardless of personal opinion, good writing is good writing, and yep, if it's good, it's going to catch you. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you know, like a cold or a sinus infection. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like what you were saying earlier about you would hand people this book. I think we're now in a good position, you know, to just uh, hand you know, people books. Hand people books. Hand them books. You know, after the new Fifty Two, a lot of people didn't like it. This is the book to shove in their face. See, like this, as opposed to uh, what's going on with uh, Marvel? Marvel Comics, it's just such a, like, everyone will be like, I'm a big fan of the Avengers movies. Well, here, read these. None of those characters are in it. They're all different people as those characters. Yeah. So you won't be able to relate to it at all. Now Iron Man's a, a girl, Thor's a woman, there's two Captain Americas. The Hulk is an Asian teenager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, f- I feel like Marvel's kind of just trying to play nice. I feel like you know, they're, they're um, well, not. They're, everything's taking a back seat. They want to be politically correct and all that stuff. I don't know what they're going for right now. It's really bizarre. I mean, political correctness aside, I feel like it's shooting yourself in the foot to try to reestablish new identities for your characters I when agree. the old ones are just finding a new fan base. Yeah, yeah. just finding, I, I, but th- getting a monster. You're, fan. That's, you're, that's you're how I feel. Actually, yeah, that I've that's never exactly even how thought I feel. about that. It's like, oh, I just watched this Avengers movie, so now. I'm going to go pick up an Avengers book. Where's Tony Stark? Yeah. yeah. Where's Steve yeah. Rogers? Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a villain now. Yeah, you have to you have to go deep into the archives. And there's no... I mean, it's bizarre. No, that's a, that's a damn good point, <laughs> sir. That's a damn good point. Thank you. Um, I feel like that they're really missing on an opportunity in the writing department of the current comics. I really don't like that they decided to reset the continuity right when... The movies are starting, we're catching people on to such a similar continuity. Right. And let's be honest, comic book culture as a whole has never been hotter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's never been And it never sexier. will be hotter. I don't think it'll ever be at this. I think sexier. This is like the it, yeah. Sexier. Uh, did you read comics in the 90s? <laughs> the 90s were a sexy time. They yeah. were. A lot of skin tight outfits, a lot of thongs. Scantily clad, <laughs> Psylocke. Oh, yeah. Those Marvel Flair Ultra. That's the fifth time party. you've brought her up today. <laughs> I know, right? With the Punisher. Eat that oh, chocolate. Man. Punisher holding a beach oh, ball in a weenie bikini. 
Um, and you know, I I say this like every time. It, I don't mean for this show to be such a, a DC heavy show. Yeah. I'll talk about old Marvel comics, older Marvel comics all day. I followed it right up until the end of Secret War, and I was just getting so tired of the waiting for the next big tie-in event that was just underwhelming. Written by Bendis. I'm not a fan of Bendis. I've actually um, been in communication with uh, with uh, Joe from the Pencil and Ink oh. podcast. Me and him, we actually went to grade school together. Um, Play we, building blocks together. Yeah, we uh, we had the idea of maybe potentially running, you know, doing some kind of crossover episode, like a two parter episode. Well, about time. I was, and I'd be very interested in that because I know, and I've talked to uh, John Bruski about this. They're a very Marvel. Not Marvel-centric, but they're very heavy in the Marvel realm of things. Right, yeah, they are. And this show is kind of like the opposite, where we're kind of inadvertently yeah. heavy on the DC end of things. That's the and, stuff uh, we need right now, I guess. I think it would be a very interesting dynamic. We should we should think of a crazy topic scenario. Just a debate. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, an educated debate of which is actually better, DC or Marvel. Marvel. You're supposed to be on our side. Oh, <laughs> We're already shooting ourselves in the foot. <laughs> Fuck! I used Marvel. to be... Listen, when I was in high school, I was of the mindset that Marvel was better. Yeah, me too. And I don't even know why, just because like Marvel yeah, yeah, had yeah. Spider-Man and X-Men. I, like, those I are like the two Marvel big ones. They had things like that the, you grew up on. Yeah. But for me, that's what it was. I like the characters better. Like, I don't know. I've just always been... Cap, Cap's on Marvel, so I go with Marvel. Such a Cap fan. And that's the thing. <laughs> Batman's always been my favorite, but I always lean more towards the Marvel side of things. Oh, that's even so still. weird. Currently, the writing's better for DC. The writing's better. I mean, we talked about the writing's better, the art's better. Um, if, they, if they could just get their film universe on the fucking... No kidding. They would have all four areas. Uh, it's only two movies in. Three. What was the other one? Suicide Squad. What was the first one? Oh, yeah, Man there's Steel. two. Yeah, Man of Steel I really enjoyed. Um, I actually sat down the other night. I was going to tell you guys this before we started recording, but... I sat down and in one sitting watched the three-hour extended edition. You're a braver yeah, man yeah, than yeah. I. Patience and I liked it more even this time. Nice. It's, it's just, on you. Yeah, it's just something about Bad Flick, really. Yes. Um, and his freakish strength. I know. <laughs> he, he really does, like, watching him is like, he's as strong as Captain America in the Marvel movies. Like yeah. when he like grapples that one crate, that crate that looks like it weighs like eight hundred pounds, and he just flings it with one arm. That's one thing that uh, Zack Snyder understands about heroes uh, larger hero- than life. Yeah, they're larger than life in comics. Like in uh, uh, Watchmen, you know, all you had to do was put on a costume and say you're a hero, and you could just dodge bullets and yeah. punch yeah. gangs of all of them were superhuman. <laughs> yeah, the fight scenes were amazing. The fight choreography, pushing, was super I mean, and like jump through a wall. Yeah, <laughs> freaking oh man, that was, Terminator. So. It was like somebody played the Arkham games and were like, <laughs> "Yeah, put this on film." Um, Batman <laughs> grappling that box though. You're not accounting for the hydraulic lifting of the grapple gun. Well, yeah, but he can't. He'd, he'd have to be able to lift 800 pounds with one arm because it's connect, it's his arm that he's moving it with. It's not like connected to anything. Well, I mean, technically, if he raises his arm there and it starts pulling from there, it already has the momentum going forward. Well, yeah, forward. but he'd have to weigh more than eight hundred pounds because it would just drag him backwards. Ooh, okay, there you go. <laughs> um, Unless he had really good traction on his shoes. So do we? Do we give bat boots? <clears throat> do we Maybe. give Rebirth a collective thumbs up? Yeah, thumbs I, up? yeah, I give a it a thumbs up a, a for thumbs sure. Thumbs up. Highly anticipating more. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. Which has already been out for a while. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm itching. Thumbs up. <laughs> I'm itching to go out and grab whatever else is open right now. Uh, I know they've released the Batman one. I think Superman and Aquaman and Flash are out too. Um, I'm not sure what else might be out. I would out, but definitely like to pick up Flash. The Batman up. one. Yeah. And of course, Batman. Um, but definitely Flash. I would definitely like to read Flash, especially if it elaborates more on this whole thing. Like, why all of a sudden did Barry remember Wally? Because he's the Flash. I get that. <laughs> he's connected to the Speed Force. I understand that. But I want to see too. As far it's as crazy, still you remember Gary. <laughs> I want to see and hope to find what motive. Dr. Manhattan has in this entire... Yeah, that's, I mean, what, that's going to be a hard sell. Mr. I don't really care about the universe anymore. Maybe he's just, you know, that's it. Well, if he doesn't care, why is he getting involved? Because he just feels like the universe has no point, so why should it exist? Well, my, why I don't he? know. The guy, <laughs> the, guy, the guy screwed up to begin with. But... He's some weird entity. He's like a godlike <laughs> being who can literally, like, with a thought, just eviscerate, eviscerate people. Somebody. It's scary. <laughs> so it's like, oh, shit, you know? How does Superman punch his way out of that? Uh, yeah. The same way they beat Thanos, I guess. Plot. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, Thanos? When he had the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm confused. Is there some sort of crossover event? No, 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 no. Just in general. With the Infinity Gauntlet in the Justice League, though. JLA Avengers, it's really good. Oh, I heard about that. I have never read it, but it would be definitely be something. Read. Doesn't phenomenal. he lift Thor's hammer too? Superman uses Captain America's shield and lifts Thor's hammer. I thought so. How many people have lifted that damn hammer? Come on. Um, <laughs> Thor, the other Thor, that third Thor, <laughs> several Thors. Cap. Yeah, Cap's lifted it uh, on multiple occasions. Spider-Man, I don't think ever has. Oh. Poor Peter Parker. <laughs> I think um, that will do it for this calling it quits edition. That's right. I gotta, I gotta sleep. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say shit. I gotta shit. I gotta take a shit. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us as we discussed the year-old <laughs> reboot of the DC Universe, DC Rebirth. Six issues to go. Wait, I guess so. So there are twelve other issues of Rebirth, or like there's a lot more. I mean, at least twelve, right? Well, I mean, if you're talking like justice, like individual yeah. books, like Twelve justice, of each, right? I mean, who knows? Could be somebody infinite. probably knows. <laughs> we want a head count. Um, be sure to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, where you can find tons of other shows. You can also find us on Google Play. Look us up on Facebook, Kapowcast 2015. Email us at Gmail Kapowcast Podcast. We also have a Twitter account at Kapowcast and Instagram. Thanks for joining me, friends. Oh, yeah. it was our pleasure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. We will see you next time. Say your byes, guys. Goodbye, people. <laughs> so long. Good night. And good luck. <laughs> <laughs>